so you physically take the specs from the customer? Well, no. My, my secretary does that, or the facts. Huh. So then you must physically bring them to the software people? Well, no. Yeah, I mean, sometimes. Uh, what, what would you say you do here? Well, look, I already told you. I deal with the goddamn customers so the engineers don't have to. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. Can't you understand it? What the hell is wrong with you people? WWE has come to terms on the releases of Braun Strowman, Aleister Black, Lana, Murphy, Ruby Riot, and Santana Garrett. WWE wishes them the best in all of their future endeavors. Wow, dude. Uh, it's um, wow. Hate hearing that future endeavors line. That's always that just stings. It's like a dagger. It is. I mean, it's become it's 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 a term that sends chills up your spine, and it and it's it's now a verb. You know, like it's no longer they let people go or they fired them. It's like, did you hear who they future endeavored this morning? Yeah, that is it. But wow, dude, it's just like Braun Strowman was literally WrestleMania main event last year. And then the current WrestleMania event, he could have been, but then he was the main event uh, at Backlash. They 100% dropped the ball on him. Like, they dropped the ball on the big show. That's the hot take. They yeah. screwed him up. Why he was not a mix between Andre the Giant and Undertaker is beyond me. Uh, he had a great career, but I think it could have been greater. But Braun Strowman, dude, they have been screwing him up since before the Bray Wyatt weird angle that they did. Yeah, and he looks better than ever. Oh, yeah. He looks amazing. This is like a Vince guy in the 80s. Like, he yeah. in, this is Insta-contract back in the 80s. Like, how do they screw this up? And I know, look, the internet loves Aleister Black, and, like, everybody loves it, and they screwed him up. They did. I'm not saying they didn't. They 100% did. But for a guy like Braun Strowman that looks like someone that Vince would fall head over heels in love with. How did they mess that up? I don't know. I don't want to do the history of violence of how do you fuck that up? But that's how did you mess that up? Yeah. Uh, That was the big shocker Uh, to me. uh, Like I said, again, Aleister Black is more of like that ECW grit guy that of course you should have done something with him and you didn't. Mm -hmm. I kind of put him in, the Finn Balor category is just like, this guy's great. We don't know what to do with him. Yeah. Right. But let's sign him anyway. Yeah. So that was, that was to me, those two were a shock. Uh, Lana. Here's my hot take on Lana. She was so over when she was the ravishing Russian. And then they kind of, you know, she kind of got some backstage heat and then they kind of broke cafe and, you know, she got in all that weird stuff on social media. Yeah. If you would have seen, like, if you watched any of the the spinoff shows that they did with her and any of you followed her, she truly did want to be a badass in this business, Mm -hmm. you know? And her and Rusev as actually doing a real-life story would have been way better than having her as Bobby Lashley's ex-wife. That was just, like, so dumb. 
and they wasted her and they started showing. And then even now they started finally doing something with her that seemed like it was decent, you know, teaming her up with Naomi because they both were professional dancers. And I was going to tweet them and say, why isn't their team named Dance Dance Revolution? Uh, But they screwed up. And then Ruby Riot. I mean, these are all people that they just were, they just screwed up on and just like, I think, Creative needs to get future endeavored. Mm-hmm. It's like you have probably the best roster that you've ever had, and you can't come up. You're telling me you can't come up with something for all these people? Well, isn't this part of their problem is that they've had too many people on their roster? I feel. Yeah. They're overloaded with, with talent. We've had this conversation before. It's hard. It's hard because they try to get everyone over. No one is sort of the job guy. And so everyone is kind of – they're all kind of kept at the same level, you know? Yeah. And um, people who people just aren't used to their you know full capacity. No, a hundred percent agree with you on there. And this gets into a deeper conversation of like, okay, you want to be the the longest episodic television show in history, and you don't want to have seasons like other sports do. Well, guess what? You have a fat enough roster where you can have a roster that runs for six months and then takes a break. And then the other half of the roster runs for the other six months. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a break from everybody. It gives the, the wrestlers a break. It gives everybody a break of yeah. just like it gives creative a chance to kind of get their endeavor. And then you can have, you know, they try to like, they try to do things in seasons like their T, you know, TV shows. Well, what better than a season finale that like, okay, this is the last time you're going to see this wrestler for six months. And yeah. you kind of know that. And they can have like true blow-offs. Mm-hmm. And they can have seasons and put these wrestlers to use and let them rest. Yeah. Because now it's just like, now you just put a bunch of talent out there. And, and I don't mean to not mention that Murphy, you know, obviously he's a great wrestler. And there's no way he wasn't going to get lost in the shuffle ever since they did that dating Ray's daughter gimmick mm-hmm. instead of having him as that badass that he was in uh nxt and then santana garrett you know my son didn't even know who she was mm. just like they never even used her yeah like did you have you ever seen her on tv no no <laughs> you know she's she's big in the independence and i i actually forgot that she was actually signed that's how little they did with her but again this was a very the you know braun being at the top of that list was very glaring considering that you know just, you know, this past AEW pay-per-view, AEW signed the man who discovered Braun Strowman in Mark Henry, another power lifter who kind of converted into a Hall of Fame career. Do you think we're going to have the world's biggest reunion with Braun Strowman, Big Show, Paul White, and Mark Henry all in AEW? Should they re- reinforce those rings? I mean, yeah, they're going to have to stack two together. Or something. I think, man, it's just like this is going to be. I know a lot of people get heat, you know, get hot over. Uh, don't just keep signing that people that WWE gets rid of. And I do agree, but you have to sign Braun Strowman. You have to, right? It's yeah. like it's a no brainer. Yeah. Like I think. What do you think? He's got a non compete, no? He definitely has a 90, 90 day. So it'll be a little, little while. Yeah, it'll be a little while. Uh, but uh, what, is, what is his real name? I don't know. Honestly, I do not know. I don't know. I don't think it's Braun. Strowman, I mean, has he wrestled right? as Braun? Strowman? Did he? Work? No, he's. This is his first. For I mean, this was a WWE 
born and bred guy. Oh. He was nowhere else. Oh, I see. Yeah, he was nowhere else. So you think there was some heat there? Like, um, I mean, there must have been some kind of weird backstage thing that we don't know about, or they really are more lost than we realize. Yeah. Uh, look up his name here. I know he's a power lifter. <clears throat> Adam Sure. Adam Sure. Thirty-seven years old. So he's in. He's in his prime. You know, as far as like wrestlers go, that's when they really start hitting their stride. So, I yeah. mean, I don't think AEW signing him is going to be uh, any kind of risk. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like they wasted him so bad. Yeah. So bad. And well, AEW's got a lot. Well, they're in the middle of a massive expansion. Yeah. They're adding that second show. Is that going to be an hour or two hours? Did they say? I uh, hope an hour. Yeah. An hour. But they didn't say. An hour would be great. So they're adding a third hour. Um, you know, I feel like Elevation and Dark are still sort of for their guys um, working on their stuff, you know. So they'll have a full third hour, but I do think the show's feeling bloated as it is. Yeah, and that is another concern is you yeah. don't want to uh, start you don't want to start bloating their show and then kind of over over swelling their roster. Yeah. Uh, and there has to be a way to get these other TV shows over to where you don't need to see the same guys across the show. And I feel like AEW's done better not having brands, but actually recognizing that if you're going to see guys on Dark that you're not going to see on uh, Dynamite. Right. I feel like they do that better than uh, WWE's done with Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. You know, it's still, I mean, I know they've honored for the first time, surprisingly, they have honored that brand and you don't see... Uh, Guys on SmackDown that you don't see on Raw unless they got the the belts that they can cross over. But eh. they've got to start getting some of these other shows over. So you're just like, I'm going to watch this show because I like these guys and I know they're not going to be on that show. Yeah. And then when they do cross over, it's a bigger deal. Yeah. Because it, it, the problem is, and you said this before, Raw and SmackDown, other than the color red and the color blue. Yeah. What's, what's the difference? It's a five-hour weekly show. Yeah. That's just a different cast on that. And it's just like they haven't done enough to make it feel different. Think about that. Five hours. That means that could be you could watch an hour of WWE every day after school if they programmed it that way. Your after school. Wow. Is an hour. That's, a, that's a whole uh, a lot of wrestling. I mean. In one week. Yeah. And, and you just don't have. I don't know what it is that, they're, that they're, they need or they're lacking. But it's just that. Because they have so much time to fill, they have no time to draw things out. No. And that's killer, man, because it's just before everything, they could draw out these storylines. You know, you got Saturday night's main event. You got that quarterly. Yeah. You know, I just don't feel like they care about quality anymore. I think they're just so interested in just cramming in quantity. Yeah. And that sucks. It's just like... When someone was talking to me this morning and just asking me, what's what do you think is the best wrestling that's happening today? I said the documentaries. Yeah. <laughs> the documentaries are the hottest the documentaries wrestling that's happening. are hot. Yeah, yeah, they're happening right now. And, uh, man. I'm that's pulling say. folks who don't watch wrestling at all into wrestling. Yeah, and it's bringing people back it's to remember. It's pulling in the murder mystery crowd. Yeah, it, it yeah, is. You know? it, it is getting them. And it's in a way, getting back the fans that they lost that are like yearning for like, Oh, I remember how awesome that was. Yeah. Cause it's just, there's 
WWE's not just not offering that compelling content unless you watch their you know A and E biographies, which are great. Right. I'd watch those. You know, I'd watch three hours of those. I've yep. watched three hours of that in a row mm-hmm. before. And it's just like, why don't they do that then? Okay, if you need to fill Raw for three hours, do the documentary on a network where you can actually use the content. Have the first hour be something nostalgic like that before you get to the new or vice versa. You know, sure. so, you know, maybe maybe not have that first because then people are like, oh, why don't you do what you did before? Because that yeah. was good. That was good shit, pal. Mm-hmm. Uh just do something. I don't care about the three hours in a row, but it doesn't have to be three hours of that same show in a row. Yeah. It could be something else. You have so many people and you have so much creative and you have this huge platform. You literally can have a WWE night that's three hours in a row. That's three different shows. Yeah. Doing something. Because technically, Ms. and Mrs., if you do watch that, that's four hours of WWE programming, right? Mm-hmm. So just, I just, the three hours of wrestling, it's just, your creative is not good enough for it because if you would have told me as I was kids that we were going to get all this wrestling, but we're, we weren't going to be happy about it. I would have told you you're crazy. Yeah. I was like, I'd watch wrestling every day. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, Oh, I was just assuming the content was actually going to be able to keep, keep up with it. Yeah. Like they're getting rid of stars yeah. because hot, you know, we might have a, a podcast gimmick dose Incredibles network exclusive. Uh-huh. Bray Wyatt might be on the chopping block. Is that right? The hottest well, I mean, character. his booking's been weird for the last couple of years. Yeah. They haven't been, clearly they haven't been taking his ideas. Yeah. And I can, and you know, for him to stay gone like this and, you know, there's got to be something to that, that maybe he's not happy. And he's a big enough name where he could just take his ball and go home. Yeah. Now, granted, he's not going to be able to take that anywhere he goes with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but does it matter? Don't, I don't know. I, I, would I don't you? Know. I would pay to see him as Wyndham Rotunda mm-hmm. in AEW. Yeah, just to see what he does. Here's the thing. Again, I got to come back to this. I don't know that AEW can take everyone. They can't. They can't. They're going to have to be very selective because after the last, you know, future endeavored, I thought for sure it's like okay, they got to take Samoa Joe. Now I'm like, hmm. Now they got these other guys. Do you take Samoa Joe? Because Samoa Joe might be close to the end of his career. I don't know if that's by choice or yeah. not. But do you know what? Do they pay him to just be a commentator now? Just like, or do you get somebody that you're going to be able to get some mileage on the ring? And we only assume them because they obviously have, you know, the biggest paycheck. There's other companies that could benefit from having these guys but they might not have the money to do it. Like you don't have really heard much from ring of honor, but impact could use some of these guys, yeah. but do they have the platform for it? MLW, which is about to sign a deal with vice. Yeah. I was going to mention that. Yeah. But then I heard that actually now vice falls under that new weird Warner brothers discovery merger. Do they? Yeah. So it's just like, does that mean that vice and MLW are going to be fall under the same window as uh, AEW, or is that separate? I don't know if that's the same parent company. AEW's is, under... Are they under that? Time Warner? Um, no, well, I guess, I don't know, because where AEW is now also expanding to TBS, right? Yes. And I don't know... Yeah, I don't know who their conglomerate is, but there's enough... It's a shame, because there's enough... There's plenty of platforms now, but I don't think some of these guys are going to be able to afford to have these guys that they need to elevate. And there's going to look, even with Braun Strowman being a huge name, 
you know, literally and figuratively, or Alistair Black being, you know, the best wrestler, or Lana having the, you know, inevitable reunion with Miro. I just don't think there's enough, there's not enough TV time for everybody. Yeah. And there's not, none of these guys are also the Scott Hall to WCW feel, the Chris Jericho to WWE feel Mm -hmm. that's going to all of a sudden pull somebody in and like, whoa, they got him. I don't know if that, if any of this, this group of guys are going to be that needle mover. Do you? I think honestly, I think Braun would be huge, but I also feel like he wasn't over for a while. So I think that if I I feel like you'd have to repackage him as something, don't you think? I mean, he's not, he, he can't come over as Braun Strowman. No. So he's going to come over as what was his name again? Adam. Sure. So is Adam sure going to make an impact? I don't know. Um, I think honestly, I think the biggest the who's going to have the biggest pop if they cross over to AEW is Lana. Yeah, I think she's going to get a huge pop. Yeah, and and that'll be great. And I mean, her and Miro back together, and he's got the belt. I, that would be awesome. And dude, and man, I say it to death. We're lucky this isn't a drinking game, or maybe we turn it into a drinking game. People are going to love that because it's real. Yeah, they're going to realize that it's just like, oh, cool. We know for a fact that you were married to her. You were both over when. When you actually left it as they were over with Ravishing Russian, right? And Rusev, she got super over. Mm-hmm. And then in Rusev Day, when he started that chant of Lana's the best, Lana's number one, right? He was trying to take some of her, some of his smoke and put it on his wife. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to, I think they're going to have the liberty to do that now. Yep. So I think I think she will get the biggest pop. But and, you're right. There's no needle movers in that group. Yeah, and then we're going to get some like shoot opportunities for them to address the whole affair angle that they were forced to do. You know people oh will God. love that. Oh god, that was awful. Yeah. I could not watch that. And it just sucks because there's so much talent and then you see these talent and nobody I guess nobody has the juice to say I'm not doing that. That's stupid. Yeah. The funny, the first response to that tweet uh, in Future Endeavors was somebody, uh, maybe we can play this clip. Can we play this clip? I don't know. It, it was great, but it went back to the CM Punk pipe bomb. Where's this clip from? Yeah, that's on, on Twitter. And Vince McMahon's going to make money despite himself. He's a millionaire who should be a billionaire. You know why he's not a billionaire? It's because he surrounds himself with glad-handed, nonsensical yes-men like John Laurinaitis, who's going to tell him everything that he wants to hear. And I'd like to think that maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon's dead. But the fact is, it's it's going to get taken over by his idiotic daughter and his doofus son-in-law and the rest of his stupid family. Let me tell you a personal story about Vince McMahon. All right, can we do this whole bully camp? And then they cut him off. Yeah. But that pipe bomb, dude, is just like, that was the first response to that. And we basically know that he, although he is a billionaire now because he figured out how to sell his content. Yep. But he would be, he's super successful and would be way more successful if he was surrounded himself by the, with the right people. Uh, and it was sad because I was watching the, Pat Patterson, I did it my way documentary. I finally got back onto the network on Peacock to watch that because they do make 
fantastic documentaries. Sure. And then you forgot that when it was just Vince and Pat. And then every once in a while, you know, later on, they got, you know, Cornette and they got uh, Brother Love in there, Bruce Pritchard, and then the other Vince that shall not be named. When it was just those guys booking it, it was great. Mm-hmm. It really was. And then, like, the bigger the staff got, the worse the content got. And then when those guys started peeling away, they got surrounded themselves with the wrong creative people that just, like, people who aren't in wrestling that don't have that. There's a quirkiness to wrestling booking that they do not, you do not get in Hollywood. Yeah, it's almost like a language, like a, like screenwriting or something. You have to understand the storytelling rules, yeah, you know, and you have to grasp them as like, not as a creative technique, but like a fundamental. Exactly. And there is, like you said, that short, and there's an understanding, and the closest you can compare it to in Hollywood would probably be Star Wars. Yeah. Where it's just like, the fans know the rules better than the person who created the content. Mm-hmm. And the wrestling fans are like that. And if you honor the histories and keep that going, yeah. it usually, you usually benefit. And when you stray away from your own rule book, they call you out, Yeah, you know? And then on that day, CM Punk, you know, what was this back in 2011? You know, this was way back in the day. Yeah, that was a while ago. He called them out mm-hmm. and everything he just said is actually accurate to this day, mm-hmm. except Vince, unfortunately, or fortunately, whatever you want to call it is a billionaire. Yeah. Despite his decisions. Well, is he about to be a multi-billionaire? Because, like I was telling you before, um, this kind of feels like uh, companies trimming the fat a little bit, get some folks off the payroll, get the books looking nice yeah. uh, for a possible sale. Like, you know, the content wars are in full swing. Amazon just bought MGM. Um, you're not going to be able to exist in your own app anymore, in your own universe. You're going to have to fold into one of the big five that's going to probably come out, you know? Yeah, I agree. And I don't know, Vince is, he's, he's old, right? I could say he's old. That's not wrong for me to say no, that. No. He's old. And um, does he maybe want to go ahead and cash out and say, I did it my way. I'll take my check now. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Stephanie and uh, Triple H can hang out, be the face of the company, be the Dana Whites, and just, you guys take it from here. And, but at that point, who's who's booking the show? <laughs> right. And that's what's scary. Yeah. It's just like, hopefully, so, I mean, I know Punk has his heat with Triple H, but I feel okay with Triple H booking because I do feel like he does respect the history in a weird way. Yeah. That it, you know, old NXT shows that. Like, yeah. new NXT, it's, they're, I think they're struggling. Uh-huh. But old NXT shows that, okay... I mean, they're doing an angle right now in NXT that I think should be on the main roster there, not where, you know, Cameron Grimes has that deal where he made a bunch of money in uh, on the GameStop stock. Yeah. And now he's just like, he was like this redneck who's like redneck rich now, but he got into a weird feud with the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, mm-hmm. of just like, doesn't matter how rich you are, you're never going to be as rich as the million dollar man. Yeah. And it's just like, that's great. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's not that I don't mind the, cartoon quirkiness it just when it's stupid for lack of a better term it doesn't make sense and there could have been they had bad booking for braun they had bad booking for everybody they let go except the riot squad i thought they was like okay they finally 
put them back together. It makes sense. You guys have been screwing it up with Liv Morgan for so long. You've been miss, you know, not booking her properly. And she started getting over it despite their booking. And I'm like, okay, I like the Riot Squad. Give them a run with the tag belt. Now we'll just get rid of one of them. Yeah. Very similar to what happened with the Iconics. Now yeah. we need to break them up. And you know what? Never mind. Just get rid of both of them. Yeah. It's like, that sucks, man. So I don't know. Uh, we truly do wish this group the best of luck in their future endeavors because I think all of them are going to land on their feet. A lot of them are probably going to be better off, even if they can't go to AEW because AEW can't save them all. Cody should be the inspiration to show that there is life after WWE and go to one of these other companies and help, you know, push the envelope. Like Rock said, you know, the Rock said, have some of these guys that are willing to say, no, that's stupid. I'm not going to do that. You know, have be willing to walk away and bet on yourself. Yeah. I'd like to see that. And just like, come on the show here. Yeah. We'll bet on you. 